and this happened back in December of 2020. Backstory, on December 11th, 2004, my grandfather passed away. I was 13. Almost immediately, the three sons and three daughters tore the family in two, and continued the feud. In February 2011, my grandmother passed away while I was deployed overseas. I was 20. After her death, the three sisters sold off the house and hoarded the family recipes and their heirlooms. I only wanted one thing. I wanted my grandfather's dog tags. Being the only grandchild to serve in the military, it was something that meant something to me. Sadly, I was told that I would not appreciate them and was essentially dismissed, so I never asked for anything else. After I was honorably discharged from the United States Marine Corps, I pursued a career as a chef. Over time, I started to really want to recover certain family recipes. I had cut ties with the family because I wasn't going to pick sides, and I either wanted the family to be together, or I didn't want to be a part of it. I haven't been in contact for years. My last contact was in 2013, when barely any of the family attended my wedding. The story? The first week of December, I was talking with my brother. I only keep in contact with him and my father. My brother mentioned how awesome it would have been to have the recipe for my grandparents' zucchini relish. They made it fresh with ingredients from their garden. They jarred it, and it was a big hit with the family. A few days later, I was writing a letter to accompany some recipes that I was sending to a friend for Christmas. I wrote the letter while I was taking a ferry ride to an island that I was to work on that day. When I finished the letter, I tucked it into a pouch that I had never used on my backpack. The pouch is basically where your back meets the pack. It's open at the top, and it is quite narrow. The letter remained there until the end of the week. Friday, December 11th, 2020, I returned home from work and immediately reached into the small, narrow pouch, while focused on getting my house key ready. I pull out a piece of weathered paper, confused as this isn't the letter, I'm now focused on this paper while thinking to myself, What the hell? The paper is weathered and written in blue ink, which reminded me of the cheap blue pens my grandfather kept around the house, and the handwriting was vaguely familiar. I proceed to read it, and a chill goes right up my spine. It's the zucchini relish recipe that my brother and I had talked about days prior. I immediately messaged him and he tells me to look at the date it's 1211 in other words it's the anniversary of my grandfather's death and one of my grandparents recipes spontaneously appears in an unlikely place I audibly thanked my grandfather as I walked into my house with the recipe in hand even more eerie is the fact that my brother has told me that the three daughters do not have possession of this recipe, and yet here it is in my possession. It's one thing to discuss something and social media then shows you ads for that exact thing. 
it's another thing to discuss something personal and have it spontaneously appear in an unlikely place by extraordinary means. Yesterday I took my wife out for brunch for our anniversary. It's cold and rainy here, and we're not eating indoors at restaurants due to the pandemic, so we choose a spot with good food and a covered patio. Due to the weather, I put on a Sherpa-lined tan corduroy trucker jacket. It was a birthday gift from my wife a couple of years ago. Anyways, we enjoyed a great brunch. I paid the bills and most likely returned my slim wallet to my right front pants pocket, as this is where I carry my wallet. We made another stop to make a purchase at Target on the way home, when again, I produced my wallet from my pocket, debit card from the wallet to pay, made payments, returned wallet presumably to the correct right front pants pocket, and finally returned home. Hours go by and I don't make any purchases or have any reason to pull out my wallet. I'm at home, I'm doing dad stuff inside, not wearing a jacket. I'm making food for my children, playing on the floor with them, reading bedtime stories, also not wearing a jacket. Shortly after the kids are in bed, my wife and I decide to indulge once more over anniversary weekend and pick up some carry-out dinner instead of cooking or reheating leftovers. I grab a jacket and head out the door, drive the mile and a half to one of our favorite fast food joints, put the order in at the drive through and pull around to pay at the first window. I reach into my front pants pocket and panic. No wallet. I can use my phone to pay if they can do that through the drive through I wonder to myself, as I reach into my hand warmer pocket in my Sherpa-lined trucker jacket. I'm just kind of instinctively checking pockets for no logical reasoning here. Yes, I almost shout out loud when I realize that my wallet is in my jacket pocket. I must have put it in this pocket after paying at the restaurant or Target, I thought. Except, this isn't the jacket I was wearing earlier. I was sitting there wearing a double black Sherpa lined denim jacket, a very similar jacket, but different fabrics and colors. I definitely wore the tan corduroy jacket early in the day when I was using my wallet. I distinctly remember choosing the jacket because my wife had bought it for me previously. When I went to grab the fast food, I didn't even bother to grab the same jacket because it wouldn't be customary for me to have left my wallet in a jacket pocket. I always carry it in my right front jeans pocket. Somehow, my wallet autonomously migrated from my pants pocket, or my other jacket pocket, into the black jacket hand warmer pocket. I'm not someone that pocket dumps all my pocket stuff out upon returning home. Generally, my keys, wallet, a small knife, etc., I'll stay in my pockets until I need them. They generally only get pulled out at home when I'm laundering my jeans, or changing pants, unless I have to pull a card out of my wallet to make a purchase. 
it makes no sense that I would have pulled my wallet out of my pants and put it in to this jacket pocket. Not sure if this is the right thread, but I'm very confused and need a fresh point of view. I moved into an apartment about two months ago now. Everything is going well, and we're very happy. But our ashtrays keep disappearing. This all started a few weeks after we moved in. We live on the second floor, and we sit on our balcony to smoke, so our apartment is at the top. Nobody is above us, nobody is below us when we're on the balcony. There's also no neighboring balconies surrounding us. We're secluded and high up. A few weeks after we first moved in, we had an ashtray on the table on the balcony. It was pretty full, and it needed emptying. We'd both acknowledged this a couple hours before going back out later to see it completely gone. We were both convinced that the other had moved it, and we just passed it off because it was too weird to explain. I then put another ashtray out, and we decided to ignore it, because we were freaking each other out. Ten days after I had put the ashtray out, it disappeared. I was home alone, so I knew my boyfriend couldn't have moved it, and I had been out to smoke only about half an hour before. I was very stressed this day. I couldn't understand how another one could have disappeared, because we're too high up for someone to climb, and I would hear if someone was clashing around with the ladder, and then why go through all that effort for a a gross ashtray? When my boyfriend got home, I went outside to look up at our balcony and attempt to climb up, but it's impossible. I rummaged around the area, but no ashtray. We ordered a hidden camera, but it's not arriving until January. We decided to put an empty coffee jar out instead, and use that as an ashtray, because both of our sentimental ones had vanished, and we didn't want to spend money on another one. Just now, we go out to smoke together, and the coffee jar has vanished. I'm baffled and also growing more concerned. This has to be a person, but how? I can't explain it. Does anybody have any rational explanations? By the way, we are allowed to smoke in our apartment, and the landlord is aware of it. Our neighbors know we smoke, and some of them do too, so nobody is bothered by it. It also wouldn't be a problem, as you can't see or smell the smoke, because of how secluded we are. And edit, it's not the wind, as we have other objects on the table and plants, and nothing ever goes missing other than the ashtrays, which is considerably heavier than the other objects. Last night, I was reading a comment in this sub where someone mentioned that there had been an uptick in vanishing and reappearing objects. (laughs) I thought to myself, 
Wouldn't it be funny if something like that happened to me? I do seem overdue for a glitch in the Matrix. And then, sure enough, I work in a variety of places. I'm a contract worker, so I have this one job I only go to on Tuesdays. Last year, probably around September or October, I lost the keys to that building. It fell off my keyring after using it to get in, and I picked it up and put it in a pocket in my bag. From whence, it disappeared. The day it disappeared, I was unable to lock the door back behind me when I left, and had to get someone else to come and do it. I searched everywhere for several weeks inside the building, out in the lawn, inside my car, no key. I kept borrowing other people's keys for a couple of months in the hopes that this key would turn up. Eventually, I just apologized for losing it, and asked the workplace to make me another copy, but not before several people had been involved in looking for the key, and we had all given up. Fast forward to today, about six months later, because of Easter holidays, I did not go to this job today. Instead, I went to another building. In other words, it was the day that I should have gone to the building of the missing key, but I went somewhere else. When I left the different building this afternoon, I sat down in my car to arrange all of my stuff in the seat before the ride home, and there, in the cup holder, was the missing key. I immediately took a photo, and I texted it to my spouse and said, Isn't this the key that I lost? They texted back and said, Sure looks like it. The reason this is so weird is that I drink water all the time. I bring a water bottle with me wherever I go, so that means every time I would have gotten in the car, including every Tuesday for the past six months, I would have been putting my water bottle down on top of this key. Also, my spouse uses this car as much as I do, so they should have seen it as well. There's no way neither of us just never saw it, especially in those first few weeks when I was actively looking for it. It was so obvious that I saw it today when not even intentionally looking in the cup holder. It's a silver key with a rounded top, so it's kind of shiny. <laughs> I mean, yay, I got the key back, but that kind of stuff is so weird. For some backstory, I was alone at home and I decided to take a shower. I forgot to take my towel with me and decided it didn't matter since I'm alone at home anyways. I finish off with my shower and head to my bedroom, which is maybe 13 steps away from the washroom. As soon as I step out of the washroom, the electricity in the house goes out, but it's midday so... The sunlight through the window is more than enough for me. As I step into my room, I hear my parents enter the house, and I'm like, yikes. So I quickly lock my room because I'm changing. Now, my room is adjacent to the sunlight, 
There's no direct light in my room, and it's pretty dark. But there is a glow through the window blinds. Here's where this gets weird. I wipe my hair and face off with a towel, facing the window, and I can see the strips of lights from the blinds. Then, I do a whole 180 to face my wardrobe, which should be dark, but I'm still seeing the light from the blinds. I'm mad confused. I put my hands out and touch the handles of the cupboard, but my eyes are still seeing the windows. At this point, I'm like, what the hell is going on? So I focus on my hands and it. I focus like a video game, it lags and readjusts pixel by pixel, but I mean, like, Minecraft block size, if that makes any sense. And then I feel this ease in my eyes, and I'm just mad confused. But I go on and put my pants on first, and then my shirt, and it happens again. My eyes are stuck in the view of the inside of the shirt, like when your head is in the shirt and it's dark but you can still see through the cloth. I touch my face to make sure there's no cloth over my eyes, and there's nothing. I feel like I'm cross-eyed at this point. I am freaked out at this point, and I stumble all across my room, still just seeing the inside of my shirt. I hear the AC switch on, so I know the lights are back, and I find my switch, flick it, and I cannot see anything apart from the shirt thing. I unlock my room and call for my mom, blinking like a madman. The second she appears in my hallway, my vision slides and it's okay again. I can see everything perfectly. My eyes just feel normal again. I don't know what the hell that was. I don't know if this could be a symptom of some vision-related medical issue. Should I go to a doctor about this? I literally felt like a video game being played with crappy Wi-Fi. My cat does a few things when she wants to be let into my bedroom. She either yawns, does a single scratch at the door, or starts scratching and meowing in that order. The first time was two-ish months ago. She yawned and I let her in. We're in bed, and I heard what sounded like her yawn outside the door, maybe five minutes later. I thought it was weird, but I brushed it off. The second time, it was a week or two later, and around five to ten minutes after letting her in, I heard what sounded like her little scratch on the door, but again, I figured I imagined it. Third time, probably a week later, she's with me and I hear the single scratch again, but this time, it was loud enough that my cat perked up and looked toward the door, so that freaked me out a bit and made me think maybe the other times weren't just in my head. Now, the last time was a couple nights ago. I was putting food in her dish, and she's especially chatty when it's time for her food, so I talk back to her. I set her food down, she starts eating, and I said something like, good girl. I'm looking down at her for a moment, 
when she starts to eat, but I heard her meow in response, saying, Good girl. I've heard my cat kind of meow while she's eating and just make different noises, but you can obviously hear that she's eating, and she definitely didn't meow at that time. It was clear, and it sounded like her chatty, excited-for-food meow, not the go-away-I'm-trying-to-eat kind of irritable meow she did when she was younger. Sorry for making this post so long, I know it's not the most fascinating glitch. I tried to keep it short and to the point. Anyway, thank you for reading, and I would like to know what you think, or if anyone has had similar experiences. A few things to note, I don't do drugs or drink, and I'm not taking any medication. I've been sleeping fine the past few months. I have had paranormal experiences throughout my life, but they're few and far in between, and I have no known history of hallucinations. I only have the one cat, and no other animals in the house. There are carbon monoxide detectors in every section of the house, and I'm posting this on a throwaway because I've talked about these events to a couple of friends, and they'll know it's me if they see this. All that said, I'm open to theories and opinions. This story happened in December of 2019. My now ex-boyfriend and I decided to spend a month in Vietnam backpacking. It was our first big trip, and we were really excited. After a few days in Hanoi, we moved to Cat Ba, Ha Long Bay. We stayed in a youth hostel near the beach. The ground floor was a huge open area with no wall. A big terrace in the front, tables on the left, couches, hammocks and a desk in the middle to get checked into our rooms and to order food. Finally, showers and the laundry room were on the right. Sorry for this long explanation, but it's quite important. One morning, as I was getting ready in our bedroom, my boyfriend told me he was going downstairs to drop our clothes to the laundry room. Ten minutes after, I went down as well. My boyfriend was already sitting at the table, so I went to the desk to order my breakfast. I looked on the right towards the showers and laundry room, and I saw him go inside the laundry room with our bag of clothes. There was no doubt possible. He wore his Quebec red t-shirt and his bright yellow baskets. I frowned and I wondered, that's weird, I thought he already dropped off the bag. How did he get there so fast? I turned to the left, expecting to find his seat empty. Imagine my shock when I saw him coming right at me from our table, smiling, and asking me what I ordered for breakfast. Three seconds before, I just saw him at the extreme opposite of this huge room, and now he was by my side. He asked me what was going on. After I explained what just happened... He frowned, too, and said, Huh, that's really weird. When I ordered my breakfast five minutes ago, a guy came to me, and he seemed stunned. 
He told me he had just had a conversation with me at the other side of the inn, and that it was impossible that I was already here. Besides that, I'd never talked to him before. As we went to Vietnam in winter, there were only a few people staying at the hostel, about 15 persons. We knew everyone's face. It really is impossible that someone looked like my boyfriend or wore the same kind of clothing as he did. It was my first glitch in the Matrix, and it's been the only one that I've lived through since. Today is the weirdest day of my life. I usually go for a walk in the morning. The road is a traffic-free one, and today, two different dogs at two different places gave me a very strange look. The first one was black in color. It followed me for a while, and then it was gone. The other one was kind of brown in color. It saw me coming from the distance and started barking. From my childhood, I never had a dog as a pet because I don't like them. I walked away from that dog and eventually reached home without getting bit. I had to go to a friend's place to get my CPU, which I gave him a week ago for repair. It was 14 miles, 22 kilometers, away from where I live, and I had planned to go there by my motorcycle. My dad would rarely let me go to a distant place by motorcycle. As always, he instructed me to go slow. We were having a little father-son conversation before leaving the home. He advised me to go slow, and I said, I will. Take care, Dad. As the journey started, I was riding at normal speed, 30 miles per hour, as my dad had said. After I ride for about 20 minutes, there was this truck with a huge load of hay roll approaching me from the opposite side. I don't know how he was allowed to drive a truck with that much hay roll, but it was certainly overloaded. So, I saw the hay roll shaking over the truck, and one hay roll dropped exactly ahead of me. It's exactly 12 o'clock to me, and less than 50 feet away. I freaked out. If I was going just a little bit faster, God knows what would have happened to me. I hit the brakes really hard, and my back wheel locked for two seconds. I got away from that, and I'm safe now. I never believed in fate or luck, but I think there's a connection between the dog's weird look, which I've never experienced, because I've been walking on the same road for several days now, and the road incident. And that's it. Let me know what you guys think about it. I'm happy that I have escaped from it. Drive safe. that was yet again another brilliant collection of glitch in the matrix stories i hope you all enjoyed this and if you did please do hit that subscribe button the bell icon next to it and let me know in the comments what you thought you can also hit that thumbs up button to let me know you did like the video you can also follow me on my social media platforms or support over patreon or channel memberships all of it optional all of it greatly appreciated that said moving into the word of the week last week's word was policy 
pulling through the entries here. It looks like we have Annie Red DJ, of course. I wonder if any insurance policies have Glitch in the Matrix exclusion clauses, similar to ones that exclude, for examples, Act of God. Amazing what the brain ponders on little sleep. Great job as always, thank you. Thank you very much, Annie, appreciate that, and that's a fantastic question. Next up is Arlene Freeberg. What a great video. I love Glitch in the Matrix stories, I'm really loving your channel. You know, when I first subscribe to a channel, I always make it a policy to go to their earliest videos and listen to the narrations to see how much they've grown and improved. Thank you very much, Arlene. Really appreciate it. And I know you said the first ones were decent, just the speed issues, but I don't recommend anyone go back to listen to my oldest videos. Next up is Eliza H. I have a strict policy of tapping the like button because I love your glitch stories. Thank you, Eliza. I really do appreciate that. Next up is PA Nightmares. During the holidays, it is always my policy to start with the pie first. So, to those of you who say I can't have my policy and eat it too, I say poo on you. I'm more of a cake person, but that's a good idea. Rainy days. People in this dimension are stealing cars, meanwhile the Matrix is satisfied with stealing keys. Based on the amount of minuscule things that go missing and are either never seen again or reappear later on in a strange fashion... The Matrix does not seem to agree with the saying that honesty is the best policy, by which we are generally expected to operate. And that's very true, fantastic analysis and sentence there. Thank you. And then next up is 242 Reads. My policy is to leave a comment and like on every video I watch. Good policy. Wish I could uh, keep up with it myself. <laughs> and here we are again at lastly but not leastly T. Savon. The Mighty Morphin Electrical Outlet, two to three prong shapeshifting, is non-compliant to the engineering policies of any country. I agree. I don't think there's any country out there who says you can have shapeshifting outlets. Somebody should call an electrician. Anyways, moving on to this week's word of the week. This week's word is gallant. G-A-L-L-A-N-T. It means showy in dress or bearing, splendid, stately, spirited, brave, noble, chivalrous, and often self-sacrificing, or courteously and elaborately attentive. Basically, something that is gallant is showy and beautiful. So, good luck with that. I hope that this is an easy word for you. Probably not. Never know. Might be. Might not be. I don't know. We'll see. Anyways, my friends, thank you very much. I love you all. I hope you have a beautiful day, and I hope to see you in the next video. But until then, sleep well.